Thank me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so instead. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We back, we back, we back. Continuously back and better and getting better. Uh, this is the Thank Me Later podcast. Once again, this is your boy Nutty. This is Slow Jam Philly. Uh, listen, uh, we got hot takes, we got topics. Before we go ahead and do that, I just want to let everybody know. Again, the YouTube, we do have a YouTube channel specifically for the podcast now. The Thank You Later Podcast YouTube channel is up. So everybody who is subscribing to LE, also new listeners, go, go subscribe go, to yeah. the YouTube channel. The podcast, uh, just the audible, the audio, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. We all over the place. Go like us on Facebook, follow us on IG, Lifestyle Everything. Uh, thank you, Later Podcast. Everything. We're we trying to get Social it up. Philly. We push, we trying to push yeah, the numbers up and get it cranking, man. Spread the love. Spread let's the let's love. just spread the love. So, uh, we want to jump in back into the hot takes, man. Uh, let's. We didn't plan one, but we're gonna see if we can come up with a quick little hot take to kick this episode off, man. Ooh, hot take off the top of the dome. Um, actually, you know what? Let me throw one at you since we are recording. On the anniversary date of Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant, rest in peace to him and Gianna and the others that perished in that terrible uh, helicopter. I'm going to let Phil kick us with a hot take just talking about that a little bit. Uh, Oh, sheesh. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, Kobe, I miss you. There we go. We can start. But um, no. Um, shoot, just Kobe, like I, like we talked about, like we probably talked about before, uh, even if you weren't a basketball fan, you love Kobe because his work ethic, how he carried himself, everything, and I always try to apply that to my life, no matter what it is. Um, he's the best, best basketball player I've ever seen. That's just my opinion. Um, work ethic, going through trials and tribulations this whole season, on and off the court, still being able to focus and excel and be the best at his sport or his craft at hand. That just goes to show you you can accomplish anything if you work at it. Even if you go through hoops and trials and triumphs, if you just keep working at it and you stay ten toes to the ground, you know you're going to get to where you need to go regardless of the path. Um, So Kobe's taught me a lot. I mean, I use Kobe in everyday life. No matter what it is, he's taught me a lot. Um, And it's still unreal that he's gone and GG and everybody else who's on the plane or the helicopter um it's just wild to think about but yeah that's my hot take yeah man mama mentality man keep it keep it inside of you at all times man that that's again like if you went if you wasn't a hoop fan guarantee you know that mama mentality what it's about um so you know everyone can at least carry that Mm -hmm. and uh keep those uh those people uh in in uh in your hearts and prayers um we're here. Last episode, uh, Phil was gonna, trying to dive into it, but trying to hold back a little bit. Uh, so we waited for this episode, but American we are here to talk about skin. the film American Skin. Right within American Skin. Um, well, Kazo watched it, so I want to hear what you have to say. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was powerful. Yeah, I uh, Phil watched it about like a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. I watched it last night. Um, I gotta say, man, it triggered some shit in me. 
Um, not to say it triggered things that I didn't know that were there, but it was so on the mark. It's realistic, like with its real. realism. Like I'm telling you, cuz that's what that's maybe what triggered me the most. It was it was a little too real. Like you would think those cops weren't even acting. No, like, like literally, I was like, <laughs> am I watching? First 48. Like, I, it's a documentary on A&E that I'm watching because it was so damn real. When I tell you the the performances in that movie were great from everyone, um, sheesh. That's I why mean, I say you should watch it. Even, no matter how you feel. Yeah. Like, if you blue lies, if, if you're a blue lives matter type person or whatever, I think you should still watch it. Still watch it. I think everybody should watch that. Like, because the good thing about that film was every every side had a voice. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, it, okay, the movie's been out. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie <laughs> with this topic. Like, when we say every viewpoint was shown, you have a young teen unarmed murdered by a cop. You get somewhat of a perspective view from the young man's side. You get a perspective view from the father's side. The father's side. You get a perspective view from the mother's side. You get both perspectives from both from, cops. From the both one cops that, that shot, shot and his partner that was there. Yeah. You get perspective sides from uh, a white woman who wasn't involved but giving her opinion. Yeah. Black men who weren't involved but Mexican, understand. Mexican, Mexican uh, officer. Officer. Mexican male officer, mm-hmm. black male cop captain. Yeah. I mean, when you say the dynamics yeah, of this I'm movie are Man. so on point with what is still currently going on in society, it is crazy, crazy. to um, to imagine or to just to see how in depth they got with it. And if the movie's only an hour and a half hour and long, a half, yeah, but it gives you so much. Yeah. Like you go through sadness. Anger, like that's literally I felt sad anger, like every every emotion, just every emotion, through. like in the fucking end of the movie. That what? I was just sitting there. I had no, I honestly, I'm not gonna say I had no idea, but a small part of me didn't expect it. Me either, but I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked at all. Of course you weren't. Wasn't no. shocked, but a small part. And the crazy thing that got me is after it happened. At the end, well, I was just like, wow, this is so realistic. They showed it on the news, created some story, a whole talked false about narrative, a yep. false narrative, talked about them, went on with their day. Went on with their day. Right next right into sports. Right into sport like cuz of like, all right, let me talk about this. Let me make something up about this black man. His life doesn't really matter anyway. It's not that important. All right, cool. How how the Lakers doing today? Like yeah. it was wild but because just, that's really how we are like presented. Like it's just crazy. But the crazy part is I don't think a lot of people really notice to this really small detail, right? So the new the news part, right, where the the white woman's talking about you know oh he may have had this wrong with me yeah. blah blah blah. But he, clearly the whole story is out, but right. this false narrative right. comes, and then they just smoothly go into this white man talking about sports. And you realize that he's talking about a six foot seven black kid yeah. that's supposed to be this right. next. It's co- wild. Like it's, you don't you don't really mm-hmm. like they they talk down on us 
and give us this this look as if we're the monsters, but then the next day praising some this uh, the athletic ability of a black kid. Because it wasn't a physical ability. It's it's it, there's I'm telling you like like Phil said. I, if you're a Blue Lives Matter person, I pray for you every day, and I don't really f*** with you people, but watch this movie. I'm telling you. You will, it'll give you, like, I, I would hope it would give you some aspect of perspective from the other side. If you feel, and that's what I'm saying, like, if you feel the same, that's why I keep encouraging and, like, shouting this movie out, because if you feel the same way, like, after you you're watch the movie, there's calls. something wrong yeah, with you. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Like, it's breaking it down to you and letting you know how we feel about these instances. And what the cops said co- is like, I'm trying not to say everything just for people who hasn't watched the movie, but for the cop, basically, he admitted it, like, basically. And, you know, how he said, how he admitted it and what he thought about you're not supposed to be in this neighborhood, the car you were driving, you know? Fully profiled. Two black males. Like, everything... Like, your car's, not, like, basically saying, okay, your car's not nice enough to be in this area. You weren't, you, I made up a story in my head about you running a red uh, stop sign, or you were speeding, speeding, but you weren't speeding. Nothing was, tr- nothing was clocked speeding. Nope. <laughs> I looked at my speedometer as I was driving when you pulled me over to see if I was speeding. I wasn't. But you made that up just to pull me over. And this is what the end ending result was for you pulling me over for speeding. When in reality I wasn't like he told you, how am I speeding when there's uh, speed bumps in between twenty between, yards right. between where I'm going? I'm gonna be going. How can I be speeding that? But that's. And but, then when we say uh, driving while black, like DWB, like oh that's made up. Driving while black, like what if you really did have a headlight out, or what if you really did like your mirror was off, or you had a crack? I've gotten pulled over for a, a mini mini crack in my windshield that I swear that the cop. Didn't see when we were driving. I guarantee you he's seen it as we were walking up and literally looking at things as he's inspecting my car. Oh, you have a taillight out. Oh, I remember I got pulled over for um, something hanging from my um, from my mirror. Anything. Like, yeah, okay, maybe you can't hang things from your mirror, but cops don't just pull you over for that type of stuff. No, People, they don't. <laughs> like, they don't pull you I over. I got pulled. Listen, I got Mind you, this was a couple months ago. So, obviously, we're in a pandemic, right? I got pulled over for my my tag. The tag that was on my car was the old one. A month expired, technically. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had my new registration, yeah. but the tag wasn't on there yeah. yet. What cop pulls someone over for an expired, expired tag for just a month? Yeah. He only reason he did it is because I, I was in my rearview mirror, so I'm coming. I got over into the next lane just to see mm-hmm. if he was gonna go past me. And his lights wasn't on or nothing, but I could see at least you know a mile behind me. Yeah. That I, I saw the cruiser coming. I'm gonna just move over just to see. He slowed down, got on the side of me, saw I was black. Yeah. Clearly saw I was black. Slowed down, got behind me, pulled oh me over, and then tells me, "Oh yeah, I pulled you over because your uh, your your tags are expired." I'm like, "It expired a month ago. The new one just came in the mail. I haven't put the sticker on." Yeah. Like at nine o'clock in the morning, yeah. do you not have anything yeah, have better to do? do? Like, and, dr- and mind you, driving this was driving through Danville. Yeah. If I was white that month, he would just kept going. Just kept going. 
But like this is this movie is so damn powerful, man. Like the crazy part is, I even felt a little something for the cops. It made me under like it's shitty that we get profiled. We know cops have a really, really, really tough and scary fucking job. Right. But it's like how much of that fear factor do they put on themselves? Right. Pulling somebody over for no reason. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we get that the job is tough. We get that it's scary. You, we don't want to be put in that situation. Don't put right. yourself in that situation. I just think, I mean, over, I mean, I just think they can handle things better, and I think that they can monitor it. Like, cause he said something about, you know, split second, either my life or your life, and the guy's telling them he's unarmed, and I forgot what he went to pick up or something. His phone dropped, or I for, I to, I can't exactly remember what happened, but he didn't have a gun, and like I don't get like, but then. What he said, and that's why I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess you could say you feel for them, but it's like they're trained to, he like he kept saying, we're, we're trained tra- to this kill, is how we're, like, trained. we're trained to stop the bad guys, like we're trained to kill and stuff. But like, you're, are you stopping the bad guys by killing people? That's like, what's the, the and fault. that's that's my thing that I, I, and I understand what he was saying, and that's what I'm saying. I, I hear what the cops are saying and everything, but like. How do you, like, you should be able to determine, like, if you're here to protect and serve, you should be able to determine, bad guy, a a 13-year-old kid, teenager, preteen, with his dad, then you you unloading a clip on a 13-year-old kid because you're trained to kill? Like, if, instead of, like, a guy robbing a bank, blowing up the bank, you're in a standoff and you shoot him. Are we going to be like, God, you shouldn't have killed the bank robber, blah, 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 even though he was shooting at y'all? Like, no. That's what I'm saying. We're there, there's instances where Lethal force is necessary. Right, right. And you, and, you know, you unload the clip. You know, you shoot because he's about to shoot you. But, like, I don't get when it's like, oh, blah, blah. It's like it just goes. I mean, and I get it. It's a tough, stressful job. And I, I can never, I don't ever want to be in this situation, like, where, you know, you have to pull a gun on somebody quickly or whatever. But I'm saying it just goes into use, like, this 13-year-old kid, he's not even going to be, a, if I'm trained this way, I don't see a gun. Even if I were to see, let's just say I was to see a gun from this 13-year-old, he wouldn't be able to get it out quick enough before I shot him. That's what That's what I'm saying. Like, let's say he was pulling out a gun or... He, I don't, I can't even remember exactly what happened in the movie. I gotta watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. But I just feel yeah. like it's still fresh in my mind. I can tell you. I can just feel like judgment needs to just be better overall. Um, but yeah, I heard them. But I hope they hear us. Like you're saying, you heard what from the cops' perspective or whatever. But I and I think these instances will stop happening less. I mean, start happening less if they start hearing us, hearing people, start being more cautious because these. These um, killings from black men uh, against cops has taught them to be more cautious, or certain officers to be more cautious yeah. and not to just shoot and just kill you like in cold blood. Yeah. Like they're now they're starting to think and use judgment. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Officers need to do more often. Let me just think real quick. Like you're like yes, you could be scared or whatever. This is your job. Like this is what you signed up for at the end of the day. So yeah, I have some sympathy, but this is your job, right? Just like you want to get home. Just like. Uh, Nate Parker was saying, just like you want to get home to your family, I want to take my kid home. You want to make it home. 13 years old. Like, I couldn't imagine how he was, like, that 
is just wild to me. Yeah. Like with the with with the whole um hostage part and you know, him putting the cop on trial, quote unquote putting him on trial, like the the biggest issue that came out to me was he kept reiterating that we're tra- this is how we're trained. We're trained. We're trained right. to do this. Then it needs to start there. Right. Who whoever's training these cops need to train them better at one to not profile. And something needs to change. And the whole and two, process. the just the process of how you approach certain situations. If you're approaching a a, tra- a a traffic stop, whether you're doing it legally or illegally, like there has to be some type of way to approach it without the the idea of escalating the situation. Right, like I'm gonna kill because like, these aren't like there was no like for an instant like that. If you're pulling up on a father and a son. There's no possible way you can think that there's a threat. Right. And like and that's what I'm saying. You're and if here there to is protect and serve. Yeah, and if like, there is a threat, your training should be able to teach you how to react quick enough to go about. To go about it however you need to go about it. But if there's no threat, like there has to be some type of way from from top to bottom with the whole from the police academy to how they do their training and get cops out on the right. streets with guns. There has to be a change. In how they're trained. Because, like, when you think, you think protect and serve, call the cops to come get this robber. Somebody broke in my house. High-speed chase, things like that. This was none of that. All, like, you should know, like, this is a traffic stop. What's the threat? What's the threat, bro? Like, and that's what I don't understand. Like, this is a traffic stop. Like, if you're trained to, oh, hey, go to a traffic stop, be hostile, be unfair, you know, pull your gun out on them on a traffic stop, then, some, like you said, something needs to change because traffic stops should end with you giving them a ticket or you letting them go. That's it. Yeah. Like, the tr- it's the training aspect, and then also they need to do a better job at betting prejudiced cops. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, the, the, if the training is bad already, and then you're giving that bad training to a prejudiced cop, nothing good is going to come from that. As you see in the movie, you got a prejudiced cop, clearly prejudiced against black people because he profiled them, and then because of bad training, the situation escalated and he ended up shooting a kid who clearly wasn't armed. Like it's, it's just a, a systemic issue all around. Like the cops need to, need to be vetted better so that all we have top to bottom more bottom. good cops than bad cops, and the training needs and to be better. That's why it's tough. Like. All the way from top to bottom. Like, if the top thinks a certain way, then it's going to trickle down. And that's where it starts at the top. And if they so keep like, getting away with it. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's going to keep happening. Like, there needs to be repercussions. Because that's when they'll start thinking twice about it. Like, hey, you do that. Like, you're getting, you can't, you can't become a cop anymore. No. Like, and that's why I don't get why it's so different in this field than other fields. If I go, if I cuss out, uh, Principal, I work at a school. Let's say I cuss out a principal at this school. <laughs> this prestigious school. Or let's say I get into a fight and I beat this principal up. I beat him up. It's on the news. I beat this principal up. Like, I beat him up. He's bloody. I don't kill him. But I beat him up. We've gotten into a fight. I beat him up. It's on the news in the Bay Area. Do you think, and I just be like, oh, he made me mad or something like that. Do you think that any school in the Bay Area is going to give me another chance to teach it? No, <laughs> no, no chance. School. Especially when it wasn't warranted. Like no. I just, I was mad. It's I was mad. 
He said something to me. I beat him up in cold blood. Everybody who interviews me from now on is going to be like, you're the guy who beat that guy up on the news. You beat up that principal. Oh, no, you're not working at this school. Yeah, not happening. They're not even going to pull my application to get to an interview. <laughs> they gonna be like, so why aren't cops held to the same standard? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we'll let you go and you could come back or, you know, something like that. Like, no, you can't be a cop ever again. No. Like, go find another field. Go That's what everybody else would have to do. Take your gun and you can go and be a mall cop. Right. Go be a security guard. Something. Because you like thrill so much, go be a security guard. For real. Paul Blart, go do that. But again, if you haven't seen American Skin, I would encourage please, you guys to see American please, Skin. Guys. Please, please go, go see watch it. it. Very important film. Like I feel like this film is the like the for when I was a kid, like the Boys in the Hood. Right. Like when that premiered on HBO, like I can remember it like it was yesterday. When that premiered on HBO, my parents sat me down and we watched that whole movie. Mm-hmm. I was to like ten years old mm-hmm. watching Boys yeah. in the Hood. Changed my changed my yeah. whole perspective on how I went about living in Oakland. Yeah. Like, I don't, can't be walking freely or hanging out with these folks or doing this and that and acting this. No, like, this is that film. Like, if you have, you know, preteens, right. you know, black kids who are, you know, going to be out and about and possibly interacting with the police, they need to see this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's just that, man. First but, yeah, time. American Skin, please, please go see it, man. Um, sheesh. We had to start the episode off with that just to get it out the way, man. Yeah. Let's we're gonna change change the vibes up a little bit. Um Phil brought up a topic. We were you know, we were going through our different topics of wanting to, you know, how to attack this episode, man. And he mentioned one that I was like, this we can rock with that one. Um holding your friends and family accountable. Um do you do it? How do you go about doing it? And like how far do you go with mm-hmm. holding friends and family accountable for things they do, things they say? Because it's the thing, because as a friend, especially as a good friend, you, I mean, you start getting in that mode, especially when you've known this person, like people for so long, like, oh, that's just how they are. Oh, uh, you know, they're just, you know, they're just a hothead or, you know, they just don't do nothing. Oh, they're lazy or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, in terms of, like, I think a lot of different ways, like, we could talk about, like, different, like, attitude-wise. Like, oh, he's a hothead. He says things he doesn't mean, okay? Or um, he's late, like, in a relationship, let's just say he disrespects his girl all the time around you. You know, little things like that that you see that your friend can be, or they have a bad attitude when they're around friends that they don't know. Just little things like that I feel like we got to start holding people accountable for just so that they get better if they're your true friend or you let them know that you don't want that energy in your life. Especially, yeah. like, when you, like, it's, a friendship is a relationship. So if I think about it in terms of, okay, this is a relationship, I'm going to let this person know what I want out of this relationship. Not saying that me and you are in a relationship, but, like, hey, I don't want this type of person around me. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't want this type of person to be my my significant other. So the same thing like that, like we got to start telling people about themselves and not in a, not in a way where it's like disrespectful. Like, Hey, you're an a-hole, like shut up. Like don't, I mean, that's not helping anything, Yeah. but more so like talking to them, even if it gets to the point where like it gets a deep conversation, like, why are you like this? I feel like we just got to start letting people 
no more, especially, like, at this age. Like, we're grown. Let your friends know, like, hey, we're grown. Like, certain things can't be going on. You can't be acting this way. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable or I'm not messing with you. Like, I know I, I, I had a um, one of my boys, he went mad on one of my other boys. Talk, talk to him about it. He wasn't trying to hear me. I stopped talking to him. It wasn't like we weren't friends no more because we've been friends since we were little. But it was more so like, I'm not really messing with you. I love you, but I'm not messing with you because you're, one, not even addressing what I'm saying to you as you're one of your good friends yeah. who you've known for 20 plus years. And two, you're just, I mean, it's just disrespectful. You're not even trying to get better. Like if somebody said, and then, so, and then we talked about it recently and it was more so like, oh, I hear what you're saying. I need time to cool off. You know, I apologize, you know, blah, blah, like, okay, cool. And I was like, hey, like, we can't be doing that. Like, not at this point. I'm like, no, we can't yeah. be doing that. Cause, and then now he knows, like, I feel like I set that standard and we need to set that standard for all our friends. Like, yeah. now he knows, like, hey, I can't be acting like this. Like, I'm going to think twice. Not saying that I'm running his life because I'm not, but I'm going to think twice about acting this way around Phil because Phil's not really going to mess with me. And then the people around Phil obviously ain't going to mess with it if Phil's saying something. The people around him ain't going to mess with it either, so I can't act that way. Yeah. But if we let people slide all the time, which we have a tendency to do, we let people slide because, again, that's how they are. They've been like that for so long. It's not helping them, and it's not helping us. Now we're uneasy. Now we feel uneasy about bringing them around certain people. Yeah. Or now we feel uneasy about, you know, talking to them about a topic because of how they're going to react. You know, if we can't be transparent as friends, totally, brutally honest sometimes, then we shouldn't be friends. For sure. Like, I have the... I have the tendency, like, there, so, for me, there's levels, I have different levels to my relationships with family and even friends, where, like, you know, if I'm, if I hold you to a, the top, top tier standard, uh, that, you know, I hold people to, and you're in my life, and I literally kill or die for you, the level of accountability I will hold you to will be completely, one hundred. Fact. Like, if I feel like you're f***ing up, I will let you know about it. If if you do something that I I'm not down with, I will let you know about it. That's that's lit. That's just how I've grown to be because I I'm a, I'm the type of person I I put a mirror in my in, in my face. Like what I give is what I expect in return. Like if I give you. That, that love and that accountability where I'm able to freely call you out on some good or bad, feel that like that gives you the green light to do it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are all relationships like that? No. no. Like, some you can... Because it's like, I don't even... Not, I mean, I don't even care about you that much. Yeah, it's not... I'm not... Energy, no, like, like <laughs> I just, just care less. Like, if you want to be a scumbag to me, bet I'm going to just be a scumbag to you because, again, I give the energy that's given to me. But if it's my, you know, one of my brothers, Phil, right? You know, my two best friends I've known one since five since I was or one since I was thirteen. We will be able to sit and say, "Look, uh, you, that was wrong. I'm telling you, it's wrong. Here's why. Now you take and do what you want with it." But it's 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 always a good thing when you can do that. Like there's there's never there's nothing wrong with telling people or just you know trying to get them to understand the outside yeah. point of view because not everybody's like I can be a scumbag sometimes, but if if 
me, you know, in my scumbagginess am going too far or it's just getting out of control at certain points, Phil lets me know this. <laughs> and it's not a disrespectful way. And it's not a disrespectful way. It's, it's like, listen, like, so like, hey, you, you need just... to stop. <laughs> even if he doesn't agree with me, he heard me. I heard it. That's I it. I don't, like, I don't, like, even if shut he says up, no, I don't go like, off, like, I don't. He heard me. I heard it. That's it, even if he agrees or not. And I think you need to have that with all your friends. I fight with all my best friends. I Well, not even fight. I tell all my best friends. And even if we argue, it's more so like a healthy conversation. And even if we didn't get nothing resolved, you heard me. You heard me. Like, like that's it. That's the like, funny thing about Phil. <laughs> Phil, Phil, like, well, it'll be a full-on argument. Phil will <laughs> say his piece. And then shut it down. I won't say nothing else. You heard me. You don't agree with me. We're not going to agree. So we're going to keep going in circles. I'm going to just say All right, cool. I you heard you. me. That's it. Now I'll just let you let it let it sit. Let it Yo. simmer there. You, you heard you'll, it. You'll get you'll it. You'll think about it. Yeah. So next time, you know, some people it takes longer than others. Like some of my friends in my group chat. I ain't going to say no names. But, you know, it's it's been a it's been about, a you know, years and years of, you know, us talking about it. But they heard me. And they know the type of energy they got to have, you know, being around me. Same with Danny. Same with everybody else, you know. I'm going to be off you or, you know, we're going we to have the discussion. And I feel like that's what you need to have more. Because yeah. people let friends slide. Like, if, if your friend is, is acting up with his girl, hey, you messing up. Like Especially if you've met her, know she's yeah. a good woman, she's good to you. Right. You let that like friend know. Hey, up, stop guy. bugging, bro. <laughs> like I know y'all don't think fellas we let our boys know we just let our boy do whatever like no, no ladies that's plenty not of my works. boys they're stupid I told my boys several times like hey you mess up on a few good ones like you mess up on a few good ones or hey stop acting like this like stop messing up how many chances you wanted to give you like just little things like that that is like okay even if he don't right. listen he heard me like he could do whatever he wants to but he heard me like my boy used to you know say disrespectful things to his girl. In front of me sometimes, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I don't care what y'all do, whatever." But hey, hey, just chill. Just on the, you be know, respectful while I'm the, around. Right, well, at least while I'm here, like I'm, I'm not trying to hear that. Like, hey, don't be dis- like, cause, you, cause especially when you know them, you know their parents, mm-hmm. you know their whole family. Like, you were raised better than that. Yeah. Like, if you got a snotty attitude all the time, like, hey, come with the attitude. Of, like, we don't always want to be around your attitude all the time. Like, positive vibes. We're not always trying to be around attitude. Yeah. Like, that's... I've I've tried to be as transparent as a person as I possibly could as I've, you know, grown up. Um, you know, my, my best friends will, will let it be known. Like, even to this day, like, well, we, we'll have our long talks about, you know, whatever, catching up on stuff. And if somebody says something that we just don't, ain't quite feeling, uh, let's go... Just go yeah, back to what you said. Like, what, what? Nah, that ain't it, bro. Yeah. That's not it. Like, let's, you know, be better. Yeah. Like, that's, that's you know, be a better friend. Be a, you know, better brother, cousin, whatever. Like, again, we're all still growing and, then if you, and trying. Yeah, and then if you tell them and they choose not to change or anything like that. You said it. You said it. And then you could keep your distance. Like, hey, why haven't I talked to you or seen you in months? You know why? You know why. You already know why, because I already told you. I told you. I, You're not going to be confused if you don't hear from Phil for months. <laughs> you going to know why. You're going to know why, because the last conversation is going to pop Oh, Phil, yeah, he's not really feeling that. Like, you know. And either this friendship matters to you, 
Or or, it's cool. I'll see you. I'll say what's up. I'll give you a hug. Because it's always going to be love. Especially when you've established a friendship with somebody for years or, you know, over the process of your time, you guys shared experience together. You guys cried and laughed together. You know, they've been there through important stages of your life. They're always going to be your friend. I mean, they're always going to, like, you're always going to love them. But it, it's just thing like, hey, how much do I really mess with you? Yeah. And don't confuse this with, you know, trying to hold just anybody. Like, you don't have to hold everybody accountable. This is for the people that you truly care about, you truly love, that truly matter to you. Because obviously, you know, if you don't know somebody that well or they're not really in your circle, they don't give a about what you're saying. But if they truly are in your circle, they will and should value your opinion based on how they're, you know, behaving, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So proceed proceed how you need to proceed with it, man. Evaluate the levels. Yeah, man. There's there's levels too. Like there's people I hold up here there's where I hold that them I'll see and they they would be acting up, drunk, throwing up, just causing a fit, and I'd be like, I'd just be, yeah, I just shake, shake my head. My head. Yeah. I'm not about to be like, hey, and text him the next day like, hey, you was acting up. Like, nah. no, we're we, not on that level. We ain't on that yeah, level. we're not on that level. You you have to learn yeah, that on your cool. own. Yeah, yeah, right. One of your friends in your circle should tell you. Yeah, for real. Because if I'm you still acting like that, you need you got you need better friends. Yeah. Facts. But yeah, man, holding accountable, man. That's that's a great, great man, thing to do, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. We got to do that more. We got to start letting it universally be known that we're going to do that more and start promoting that. Um, I think that's Accountability. Important. Yeah, accountability. Definitely important. And everything. Relationships, everything. I mean, we could go on about that, but yeah. Um, age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is one we wanted to jump in for a while, man. Ain't nothing but a thing. Is age really just a number? Oh, so I um, I like this topic, but so let's say I mean off the top of my dome, Marcus Houston's girlfriend or wife is 18, 19? 19. I want to say nineteen. Wait, what? You didn't know that? Did I miss something? Yeah, you got married. She's a young buck. Shit. So yeah, and Marcus Houston's forty, forty something or forty. So, you look at that and you cringe and I'm like, oh, like 19, like, gosh. When you was able to drink, she was a baby. So, it's tough. So It's very tough. That is, I used to frown upon it, but the more I've gotten older, I mean, I still kind of frown. Like, that's, that's, too, that's, that's too much for me. That's 20 years. No. That's too much for me. But, I think about, so that's too much for me personally, but... Marcus could have been, I, I, you know, I've creep or whatever, and I look, and she seems mature for her age. Granted, I don't know how mature. Right. But, so I don't think, I think age is to a number, uh, age is, you know, to an extent, it is something crazy. But then you think about, like, maturity level. That's where I think it really comes in hand. Like, if I'm dating, I'm 32. If I date a 21-year-old, off the just off the jump, majority of twenty one year olds are not ready to be married. They're not ready to you know be in a committed long term. And I and again, I'm not speaking for every twenty one year old. So don't get me wrong, twenty one year olds. But in reality, right. twenty one year olds are probably not that mature. Not yet. that mature yet. So even if they like they are, now you got to think about okay. So you're mature. You're twenty one. I'm thirty two. 
Now we got to think about, are we on the same values? I want to have kids in a few years. Do you want to have kids in a few years? That's going to be a topic. Mm -hmm. Do you want to have kids in 23, in two years? If you do, okay, cool. Now you got to think about, okay, how we grew up, how we were raised. 21 21 and 32, that's 11-year difference. I was raised a certain, like, doing different things that wasn't even out yet when you was raised. So it's like different shows, like, all the things like compatibility, all the things that we're interested in, if you can't, if you're not interested in that, then, you know, those things matter. So that's when I think about age. But then again, if they're willing to, sure. But then that, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's real tricky. But, but I think there's a, there's a limit. Like, I don't think that there's a limit because everybody's different. Like, yes, it might maybe gross to us, but as long as you're above. It's crazy to say, as long as you're above 18. It's legal, it's but, legal they, but just, you know, just like counting cards in Vegas, it's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. It's, it's an unspoken rule that you just don't do. Because if you date a woman at, I mean, because if you date a woman at 25, 25, I mean, it's young to me. But there's some 25-year-olds out there that are ready to be married. They're ready to, you know, start their life. You see, know? see, I don't that's look at I the age. Right, that's why maturity. It's mindset. I, I think it's mostly the maturity aspect because you're 32, I'm 36. The if I was going based off age, right. and I was currently dating, the youngest I would probably go would be 22, 23. Right. That's specifically just off age. Right. But again, if if shit, if a if I see a 21 year old that is Laser focused, ma- like mature, shit, got her shit together, and and on the same hype. Like I, twenty one is like the threshold for me. Right. Like I wouldn't even consider looking at a twenty one, a twenty year old, right. nineteen, an eighteen year old. Like that's right. no. Like you, you weren't born when 20, I was in high school. But like, twenty one you know is. Still, but twenty one, like I think if still you, can, you can buy a drink, yeah, it's still you're fair game. You're still out there. You can you can buy liquor. No, yeah, I agree. Like liquor, but, but then you, I mean, shoot, you know what I'm saying? it's just rare because you think about how many twenty one year olds are ready to do, like twenty one year olds. Are, I'm watching The Bachelor. There's twenty one year olds on the show. Just a junior in college. Yeah, like he's, he's twenty nine. Yeah, he's twenty nine though. Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's not that, but it's a lot. When you think about, okay, I'm ready to start a future. Like he even said to the 21 year old he was talking to, I don't even think he knew that he was, he was. Uh, I mean, she might have been in college, but he's like, yeah. I mean, I just I got a whole different mindset. I think she asked him, "Why are you ready to be married?" Or something. He's like, "I got a whole different mindset. I don't do the same things that I did when I was, you know, high school or or you know, your 21 age, year olds, 21 year old in college, like." I don't do the same thing. And she, you know, she just kind of looked like, mm-hmm. but granted, she's 21. It's just like levels. Like, and I feel like we don't know unless we know. Now, if you're, I just feel like I've been uh, grown in a different person, 18 to 21, 21 to 25, 25 to 28, 28 to 30, 30 to 32. I've grown every year from that. And, the person that I am at 32, if I was 21, 
there's no way that I'm getting, but this is just me. There's no way I'm getting married at 21. Like, no way. Like, and let, but that's the thing. If a woman wanted to marry me at 21 and I fell in love at 21 and we wanted to get married and she was 30 or whatever and she wanted to get married, she's going to have to rock with me through all my growth. Yeah. And no telling what that growth is. That's the thing. Like, there's no telling what that growth is. Because no 21-year-old, no matter how mature you are, is going to be the same no. woman. Like, Marcus Houston's girl at 19, she's going to be different in two years. So he's going to have to go through those bumps and everything, bumps in the road with her, and willing to rock. And that's the thing. Am I willing to rock, like, rock, rock? Like, that's... Like, am I willing to rock with you while you feeling like you need hot girl summer? Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. And I'm here trying right. to just chill at home. Exactly. <laughs> or me, or me, like, if I'm feeling like I want to take this trip with the boys and, and not tell you where I'm going, or, you know, if I want to, you know, just things that happen. That's just, that's why I think it's age, this age thing is so tough. Because it's not really, age ain't, it's not really a number, but I mean, it is. But, like, what's the threshold, though? Because if you if you go up, and you're 32, and and say you want to date a 45 yeah. year old, woman. and that happens more often. Even though that's still like no, and that's what I'm saying. See that, and that's what I'm thinking. Like that's why you like what? How that's grown you, is like when are you grown? And like, that's why you can't fault people for dating a 21 year old and he's 30 something. Okay, like you can. Like it. It sounds like oh my god, gosh, but like it's literally the same thing, but it's just older. Like both of you guys, you feel like okay at 30. And 45, we're both at the maturity level. Or we're both at a high level, yeah. maturity level. So I'm not going to have to deal with the little kid stuff. Yeah. So that's the tough thing about it. I'm not going to have to deal with the college parties or, you know, all that stuff. Because we're both over that stage. But, again, I mean, it goes back to having that conversation. If you – yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I would never – I since I was 28, 28, 20 – yeah, since I was 28, I probably never dated a woman under 24, 20, 23, 24. So that's like five years span for me. Okay. And if you were, even when I was 28, if you were 23, I was like, gosh, she's still kind of, she's still kind of young. Like, gosh, you're young. But if your mind's right, you know, blah, blah, blah let's see. But I just feel like it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's good because you don't like it's man. That the if it's an age difference like that, like the the toughest part is trying to figure out like okay, is this are we just gonna be kicking it, hooking up, right? Or am I gonna be able to take you serious, right? To to the point of a relationship, right? And even if I do, how are you gonna be acting in mm-hmm. this relationship because you kind of still a child, right? Like you ain't really matured yet or at least you know age-wise you ain't there yet but it's like how do you how do you know how do you get how do you get that's why it's tough and i think a lot of people when they're older um when they talk again i'm not speaking for because love is love and i mean if you love someone younger so be it but a lot of times i mean it, it has to do with like you know control or like you know i could i could mold this person to be how i want them to be yeah like you know if i'm this is a young woman, easily influenced. Uh, I'm 30. I can mold her to be how I want her to be by the time she's 
25. I was going to I was going to mention something like that because right. you could. Right. And and I and I'm willing to rock. Like I'm willing I know she going to go out to parties. I know she going to flirt with dudes and talk to other dudes. But you, you know? like in your head by the time she 25, she going to be she get to this age, she going to be she going to look better. She going to be, you know, more grown and she rocked through all that build with her up. Right. Right. Like all that thing. and and that's honestly that I mean and that's what people be thinking sometimes. Not everybody, because again, you could just love this person. But I just feel like if the age difference is that severe, especially younger, I'm talking about from like 18 to 21, 22, and you're 30 plus, that is more severe than 30, a 35 year old dating a 50 year old. Like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But at 18 stage of your life and 35, that's totally Very different. different. Very different. That's why you got to think, what what age are we talking what about? What age are we talking about? And I also think that there's a difference. Like, I feel like as, us as men, it's, I don't want to use the word easier, but I, I feel like older men who are dating younger women, it's that scenario is far more successful than older women going after younger men. Yeah. Because... When I was, I, I can honestly say, when I was 20, 20, 21, and just started hitting the club, like, there were, like, late 20s, early 30s that I was pulling. For sure. And after a week of kicking it, they were relationship ready. Right. And I was like, nah, nah I'm cool. I'm, I, I ain't even thinking about that. Yeah. But you flip that around. 21 year old chick probably could be ready for a relationship. Like, she ain't most, I, don't, I ain't gonna say most, but you know, some of these, some of them, they ain't trying to be in the streets getting, you know, you know, having their body counts go up. It's but rare. they, I mean, they, it's, it's like rare. they still wanna have that fun, but it's like they, I think they, they'd be, a 21 year old chick will definitely be more ready for a relationship than a 20 year old, 21 year old man. Right. That's for sure. Like, I wasn't, I had no business being in a relationship at 21. None I, whatsoever. I would be the worst. I mean, granted, I might have had a girlfriend around the time or whatever. I did, I and I was ready. terrible. Yeah, and I wasn't ready to be married. I was There's horrible. no way that I was ready to be married. And granted, everybody's different. Like, you feel like you're ready at 21 and you want to date a young buck. Hey, so be it. But just know that the struggles that y'all go through is going to be different. It's very different. And if you're willing to do that, so be it. Because I'm not saying that. Because people get married at 21 and they're successful. They're still together now. Like, you know. But I think that people who get married at that age are usually with somebody that around that age as well. Yeah. So that they go through that together. Yeah. Like, they go through that growth part together. Yeah. I just, for me, where I'm at, it, it just, I just, I don't, I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think I would. It's like, I have the energy to do it, but do I want to put that much energy into someone so young? No, yeah. no. But if the, I've done the that. Fruit, but if you rocking and the fruits of the labor gonna be very, very fruity at the end, <laughs> like isn't Jay Z like ten years older than Beyonce? Jay's probably about fifteen years older. Than See, that's what I'm Jay's, saying. I think Jay's like forty five. Is he fifty? Or no, Jay is fifty. Fifty. Yeah, I thought he's fifty. He's fifty. And I think she's fifty. Late thirties. Yeah, so she's late thirties. So he's probably like twelve years. Yeah, it's, that's a it's, it's at least ten. But see, Jay got her. Young, I'm. T I see the it potential. It is possible. I that's what I'm saying. It's I possible. see the potential, but then again, you got to think. Okay, we're in the same industry, around the same people. Yeah. Like you could go do your thing on the road, whatever. 
you know, go on tour. She gonna I'm keep a, that thing right. Right. I'm going to go on tour, you know, do my thing, whatever. We come back together. We talk about, we have the same, you know, values. We have the same interests because we're in the yep. same field. Conversations are going to be good. Right. You got shit to talk about. Right. And you look good. So, you, you, you know. For your career, you got to stay right. Right. So, I'm going to rock with you. I mean, I'm going to rock with you. And I, I would, I would think. At I Beyonce's think that's age, what guys want is to hope. Yeah, that's what I'm have saying. That. Like, if you're dating a younger woman, that's what you hope to have. Is like you hope that she stays looking how she looks at 21 when she gets to 30. And you say, and and, and she grows. I mean, and her ambition got to be there. Yeah, well, I mean, she's Beyonce, so I mean, you knew her ambition was there. But like, it's a you but know, you, another, you just have to hope that you you land that Moby Dick that. You know that unicorn whale of a twenty-one-year-old that just has it all going and is ready for what you're trying to bring to the table, but they're not all like that. So yeah, um, hey, love who you love, y'all. Love who you love, man. I guess age is just a number to some. At least to Marcus Houston, it is from what I just heard. Jeez, yeah, God bless him. But hey, man, we gonna wrap this episode up. This is episode number 21. 21. Thank you, Later Podcast, man. We're going to be back next week with more. Yes, sir. Catch us on the uh, the IG. We're going to be uh, still taking requests for more topics. Um, but other than that, man, you'll catch this episode uh, dropping on this coming Thursday. You'll be, It'll be out on Thursday. So <laughs> today, enjoy it. Yeah, today. Um, again, go. once again, go subscribe. We all over the place for the video on YouTube, our Facebook, SoundCloud, yada, 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 all that good shit, man. But, yeah, we're going to catch y'all next week, man. This is the Thank Me Later Podcast. We are out. And we out. Love y'all. Thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come. So instead.